0: We are the Rookie Phenoms. We have an amazing show for you today. I'm your host, Coop, with my main man, Webb. What up? People in sports are getting paid, Webb. That is going to be the focus of today's show. NBA, they've given out, like, I don't, want to, I don't want to be wrong, but I think it's been $45 billion. Is that close to correct, you think? A lot of money. And the NFL guys are getting paid, too, which I'm a fan of. So this is going to be a great show, full of happiness. Webb is going to try and bring it down with his negativity. But I, will, of course, will keep the energy up. Let's start with your favorite player in basketball. Kevin Durant is going to re-sign with the Brooklyn Nets on an extension, four years, $198 million. Obviously, this is a great deal for Kevin Durant, basically getting $50 million a year. Do you like the deal for Brooklyn as well?
1: Uh, yeah, I like it for Brooklyn. I think he's a generational talent. He's the best player they've had, like, talent-wise. And um, he's worth it. I think his skills are going to last way into his uh, late 30s. And I think, you know, if he can stay relatively healthy, there's no way he's going to play a full season ever. But if he can stay relatively healthy, I think they're always going to be in contention in the East. He is one of the few guys I
0: do not think will get worse with age considerably. His game isn't built on athleticism, really. It's that he's an amazing shooter at seven feet tall. Dirk wasn't great at 39, but he was an NBA player. I think Kevin Durant will be obviously much better than Dirk, but I think he will 100%. be a good player going later. No, Dirk at 39. Dirk's a Hall of Famer and one of the 15 best players ever.
1: Oh, Especially he's the 15 FG. now. He's not, had he's not top 20.
0: I had him 15 last time. He's the number six scorer of all time. Longevity puts him ahead.
1: Kevin Durant is a much better player in his prime than Dirk Nowitzki ever was. There's no question about that. There's... Kevin Durant's not just a seven-foot player who could shoot. He can put the ball on the ground. He can play any position. He has a much deadlier crossover, better arsenal of moves, uh, and uh, obviously won actually- a
0: title by himself as well, which was impressive. Oh wait, he didn't oh, do that. It- he joined a super team like a coward.
1: Oh, the legacy in terms of championship, I will not argue that Dirk has a better legacy, being on one team for an entire time, not running to a stacked team, one hundred percent. But like as an individual player, like skills. KD all the way, man.
0: I agree 100%. KD has one of the best skill sets of any player ever. I agree with you 100%. But in terms of legacy, I think you'd rather be Dirt than Kevin Durant.
1: Yeah, with the topping the hopping to Golden State hurts a lot. And if you stay at one team, it looks a lot better, especially when you win a title with one team.
0: And then going to Brooklyn the same way he went to Golden State, basically. It's not it's not a great look. I great. didn't
1: mind Brooklyn. I, I didn't mind the Brooklyn thing because that was that was a, a a team that wasn't very good and they all came together at the same time there was no like hall of famer there already they kind of they, they came together at the same time and they haven't won yet i think with it miami is it. a little different it's the same thing as miami they
0: planned this and they executed the plan it's the miami exact same had, thing
1: miami won a title 4 years before lebron joined and they already had Dwayne wade who was on his way to hall of fame numbers i think it was different this was this is i mean it's, it's i'm not saying it's not a super team. I'm just saying I, th- I don't think it was as bad as Miami. Golden State was bad. That was the worst. Yeah, but it's bad. It's real. Bad. I don't think Brooklyn was as bad as
0: either of them. If, if he went to Brooklyn by himself, I would agree with you. It'd be totally different. But he brought Kyrie with him. It was a joint package. Which is why it's the exact same as Miami to me.
1: I see no yeah, difference at all. There was no history with that team. So? There was a history with that team. There was a, there was a nucleus there already with Dwayne Wade in Miami. They weren't a bad team. They won a championship four years before LeBron went to uh, Miami. Was Brooklyn a was a good team, team the year before.
0: Brooklyn was a good team the year before. They went to the playoffs. They were the sixth seed, I think. They yeah, were pretty good. That's,
1: that's different than a championship team from the years before. And coming off Shaq, who had just uh, who had just left, and Dwayne Wade, who was in his prime. Who, who there in Brooklyn was in their prime? Joe Harris? Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer
0: Dinwiddie? Like, I just think it was different. Of course you do. You're a Kevin Durant fanboy.
1: Of course you do. That's what you are. You are the Homerest of Homers. You are Homer Simpson. I says the Dirk Nowitzki top fifteen of all time. That is insane. It's not at all. And you said top twenty last time, but
0: I'm up to top fifteen,
1: and I'm not even. There's no question about that.
0: I told you he was the number six scorer of all time, and you were like, no way. And you looked at Yeah, but and that, that and doesn't oh, change yeah,
1: anything for me. Jason Kidd is like top three all time in three pointers made. I wouldn't put Jason Kidd like way up there for that.
0: Let's not do the Dirk Dirk debate again because we did that like 20 minutes last show, but you're a crazy person because Dirk's amazing.
1: There's no way this guy's top 15. That is insane. Let's, let's save up for another show. Honestly, that's insane. Let's get to Kawhi Leonard. He has allegedly re-signed with the Clippers.
0: We should say that all the numbers we're going to give it on today's show and the years are subject to change. This could happen. This could not happen. This is the information we have at the time. We're doing the best we can. I have seen no number or year on Kawhi, but I assume it's a four-year deal for roughly what Kevin Durant got. Have you seen actual numbers yet for this deal?
1: I saw what he could have made like weeks ago, depending on what he did. I just don't remember what it is. It's around $200 from what I remember.
0: Yeah, we just haven't seen it. It was reported like an hour ago that he's going to re-sign with the Clippers. We haven't seen any actual numbers. If we get those during the show, we'll update it. But as of right now, we have not seen it. Do you like the move for the Clippers, even with his torn ACL?
1: Yeah, to me, it's it's similar to what uh, Brooklyn did. Like, you're, you're going to take the hit for one year, um, like Brooklyn did, uh, like Sean Marks did with Kevin Durant. You're getting a top five guy. He's not going to play with you for a year, at least not in the regular season. Maybe he comes back for the playoffs. But let's just assume he misses an entire year uh, because he had that injury pretty late. Um, I like it. I think Hawaii would be great. I think they have to do it.
0: And I do not like it. I would not want Kawhi Leonard near my team for any reason right now. He is undoubtedly one of the five best players in the league. And I think he's toxic. If you can't tell your team you're injured, or especially after having knee surgery, where you are in the recovery process, why would you want to give this person $200 million? It seems insane to me. I I would have him sign and then try and trade him immediately. I, I hate this idea for the Clippers. You have to do it, but it seems like more hassle than it's worth. It really does to me.
1: I see what you're saying. I think, I, I guess I was coming from a purely basketball perspective as being a top five player. I see what you're saying with him off the court and in the locker room and with the Diva reports. Like, yeah, he could be a real drag on the team. Come two, three years, he might want out. But I think you have to gamble on it. I think I, that's that's my justification. You have, to, you have to roll the dice, hope that in year two, you can get to the, the finals or something.
0: I can deal with the diva. Most of the stars in the NBA are divas. I'm fine with that. It's the not communicating thing that bothers me. At everyone's job, they have someone that is the worst to work with. And it makes you hate your day. That's Corey Leonard. He makes every place he is worse just by being himself. He is a ten of basketball court. He is a one in real life as a person. That's just that's, just undoubted. that's undeniably true. If you worked with him, you would want him transferred immediately. One hundred percent.
1: I don't think you're wrong. I just think it's—I just don't think I would trade Kawhi at this point. I just like—who are you getting to put you in a similar position to what you were last year? You know, without Kawhi, like who are you getting realistically?
0: Udonis Haslam. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think he's available. He's still getting checks from Miami, by the way. That guy's amazing. I love his story.
1: Good for him, man. He's—he's he, he's the opposite of Kawhi when it comes to personality and impact off the court.
0: That is my exact point. People like him, they give him money. I just, I think you could get something for Kawhi. I think you could get a top 25 player for Kawhi right now. No questions asked. You think so? 100%. Even with the injury. Oh, I top 25,
1: you, yes. Sorry, to, I thought you said top five. You could probably get Dame for Kawhi right now. Maybe, but um, I, think the, I don't think the fans would like that very much. For the reasons that you mentioned and because of everything Dame is and stands for
0: but if Dame wants out, that's a pretty good trade for both sides, right? Like
1: yeah, I just want to like it's nothing good for the Clippers. I like that.
0: I just want nothing to do with him. It seems like a nightmare. <laughs> it's honestly I have experienced that working with you on this podcast. You're basically podcast Kawhi. Except less talented.
1: I certainly speak more than Kawhi.
0: Same laugh though, for sure. Same laugh.
1: <laughs> Probably. <laughs>
0: Let's move on to a guy in football who got paid. Josh Allen signed a six-year contract with the Buffalo Bills for $258 million with $150 million guaranteed. $43 million a year. He becomes a free agent in 2029 at 32 years old. Josh Allen was one of the best players in football last year. I think he was top three in MVP voting. A superstar. Uh, I think he has the biggest arm in the league. It's him or Mahomes. I think he has a stronger arm than Mahomes. Over After his first two years, became much more accurate. The Bills had to do this. I like it for both sides. I like the team rewarding the player. I like the player committing long-term. I think it's good for everybody. What do you think, Webb?
1: I think there's no quarterback in the league who has more pressure on him than than Josh Allen. Maybe Dak, but I do think that Dak will get um, some grace and excuses with the with the injuries. He already has a shoulder injury. Uh, and the season has even started. But I think Josh Allen has the biggest microscope on him. And I like it for him getting paid. I think it was maybe a little bit, like a little bit too early. But I don't hate the deal.
0: So he's eligible for a contract. Him, Baker, and Lamar are all eligible for new deals. I think the bills paying him first, they set the market. If you wait till after this season, after Lamar and Baker sign, you probably pay more. The Cowboys overpaid Dak by like $8 million a year by not doing the year in a, a deal a year and a half earlier. So paying him earlier probably makes more sense for Buffalo. Obviously, you'd like to see more, but sometimes it's not worth the risk. The talent's obviously there. The physical ability's there. Plus, Getting him to resign in Buffalo is not a small thing. They don't have a lot of stars in Buffalo. It's a really cold market it's a small market team. Getting someone to resign there they had Jim Kelly for so long. I think he's a part of the community in such a way where they had to do it. plus who else are you getting better than him or even comparable to him?
1: You raise some good points.
0: Um, I don't hate the deal at all. I don't hate it. I just you hate seeing people get money That's no, what I said no, no. before the show started. You're gonna be a downer. That's what you did. <laughs> Debbie I, Downer over here.
1: I I don't hate it. I think even the Lamar discussions, I don't know. I'm really curious to see. I'm not curious to see what he gets paid. I know he's gonna get he's gonna get the bag, but I just wanna see what these guys do after. I know Josh Allen we saw continual progression and then like he just took off last year. Like absolutely were the top. What was he? Top, top three quarterback, probably top top three, top four last year. Him, Mahomes, yeah, Russ, so. Aaron Rodgers, obviously. Um, and then
0: Russ fell off pretty hard. So I think it was yeah. Mahomes, Rodgers, and Josh Allen for the whole season.
1: Yeah. So he was at worst number three at the end of the season. So I get it. I just, something in my in my gut just tells me it's a little too early, but you made some good points about Buffalo. It's basically Toronto South. And you don't get those kind of guys. I'm sure the fans love him. He's obviously the main reason why they've done so well. And um, good for him. The Bills have, I just think the Bills have a lot of expectations this season. And I think if they fall short of the AFC championship, uh, it's probably a failure of a season.
0: I think as long as they make the playoffs and win a playoff game, they're okay. I don't think they'll see it as a failure. I think as long as a team's competitive, you're okay with it. I'm happy, I'm happy for Josh Allen. He had so many haters before the draft saying he was terrible, going to bust. People were dancing on his grave before he got drafted, saying it was stupid. And I really like when guys like that prove everybody wrong. It's really fun to see. Mel Kuyper had him as the number one quarterback that year, and he was destroyed in the media. Uh, Matt Miller, I think, had him number one as well. Killed. And it looks like they were right because I would much rather pay Josh Allen and Lamar long-term. I, I was thinking about this today, the reason why, and I think I had the phrase, you'd rather have a quarterback who can, who can run rather than a running quarterback. I think long-term, it just seems safer. Do you agree with that?
1: Yeah. If, if by running quarterback, you mean like that's their go-to more than accuracy, more than the, the strength. Yeah. Josh Allen is pretty well-rounded. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say the same thing about Lamar. Josh
0: Allen got more accurate. So it's possible Lamar could also get more accurate. And if he gets more accurate, he's unstoppable. But we have to see that happen before we pull in that conversation.
1: Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm not a huge Josh Allen fan. I think everything you said about him is correct. And I think it's more the blip. I want to see if last year was lightning in a bottle rather than, you know, his upward trajectory. And I'm not a huge Lamar guy either. Um, But, but we'll see. Like, somebody's going to be wrong in Baltimore or Buffalo. I don't think they're both going to work out.
0: I agree with that. I really do. I'm hope- I think Lamar is, besides Mahomes, the most exciting player to watch in football. And it terrifies me. But I'm rooting for him. I hope he gets a lot of money. Because people were killing him before the draft, too. And he's already won an MVP. Let's go. Okay. We're going to talk about every team in the NBA. I'm rooting for him. I'm sorry I'm excited. I like when guys get paid money, Webb. Unlike you.
1: No, I was, I was laughing at the, the awkward silence. Um, Let's
0: go. Let's I agree with
1: you. We're
0: going to break down every team's moves in the NBA right now for free agency's opening. Basically, right now, it's Friday, August 6th. We're going to go in alphabetical order. That is the easiest way to do it and talk about all the major deals. Alphabetical order starts with Atlanta. They have re-signed John Collins five years, $125 million. They got Lou Will back for one year, $5 million. They got Gorgie Dang, one year, $4 million. Do you like these moves, Webb? I think they had to do the John Collins one. Lou Williams, eh. Gorgie Dang, eh. What do you think?
1: I like the moves. I wouldn't say it's my favorite. Um, my My favorite moves. Or the team I think improved the most, but I, they they kept their team intact. It looked like the John Collins talks were falling apart, and then out of nowhere, they he ended up signing. So I I liked it overall, yeah, better than some other teams in my opinion. So what I
0: think happened with John Collins is they decided to pay him so they could trade him. I just don't, I don't think you go from not wanting to pay him this money, offering him four for eighty, to giving this contract. I think they just didn't want to lose the asset. So maybe by the trade deadline next year, they move him. I could see that happening.
1: Maybe. That's, that's a huge risk on their part, though. Because if he gets hurt in, in training camp, that asset takes a huge ding. But I think I don't think they should get rid of John Collins. I think he's a very good player. And um, and he has a lot of promise. I would be interested to see who they'd bring back for John Collins.
0: I just think that, uh, like, last year Sacramento let Bogey go for nothing, basically, right? And that was stupid. You sign him to trade him. You don't let the guy walk out of the building for nothing. You match the contract and move him. I think that's what Atlanta could be doing here. Obviously, they could like him and want to keep him. But I think having the asset under your control makes way more sense than letting him walk out the door. That's my only point there.
1: Yeah. They let Bogey go twice. He almost went to Milwaukee.
0: I forgot about that story. That was insane, that story. Goddamn idiots. (laughs) Sacramento's the worst. (laughs) We'll get to them. Okay, next up is Brooklyn. I love some of these moves, by the way. They got Patty Mills from the Spurs for two years, twelve million. They re-up Bruce Brown one year, almost five million. They got Blake Griffin for one year, two and a half million bucks. James Johnson one year, two and a half million. Like Blake Griffin was a decent player for them last year. He played good minutes. Bruce Brown was a defensive stopper, and Patty Mills is really good. I love all these moves. This is Brooklyn knocked it out of the park this year.
1: I love that. I love what they did in the draft, and they also added DeAndre Brembury who I thought was really solid for the Raptors last year. And I think he can really be a scrappy uh, guy in the rotation for Brooklyn. They need these types of players. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 really, I'm really excited to see what Brooklyn's going to do. Of, of all teams, Brooklyn needs depth because they're not going to play a full season with those starters.
0: How much do you think Blake Griffin could have gotten the open market?
1: Like years or money? Both. Maybe I, two years max. Because he's not that young of a guy, even with the injuries aside, I say two years max. He's thirty-two. Could he have gotten two years, twenty million? Is that crazy? Danny Green got two years for twenty million, so that's my point. Uh, no, it's not crazy. Would I have given him that if I was a GM? No, but I could see someone doing it.
0: If you're Sacramento or someone terrible, why wouldn't you give Blake Griffin some money? He's he's a big name at least. He's a draw. He's the number one overall pick before. He played pretty he's- good.
1: He's not gonna play, that's the only thing. He'll be a big draw sitting on the bench most of the time, especially on a crappy team.
0: That is true. Okay, uh Boston has been mostly quiet so far during free agency. They signed Enos Cantor, re-signed him, or signed him. He was there, then he was left, then he's back. Yeah one year. Uh the minimum two and a half million bucks. I don't understand why no one likes Enos Cantor but me. And I think you like him too.
1: I I love Ennis Cantor. He's oh, so so this is the thing, Coop. It's this groupthink on on social media. Enes Kanter is not a great defender, but he has on offense. He's one of the best for big men. has some of the best post moves, the best footwork. He's great. He's great. He's a great rebounder. Crashes the glass and great on offense. Um, crafty for a lot of finesse, soft hands around the basket. But these these guys, um, you know, he's not he's not a good defender. So you can't put him in every situation. And I think a bunch of journalists just got at him when Terry Stotts didn't play him, um, or couldn't play him, and and they really got at him and, and they said he was garbage and it just started to just snowball. But he's a fantastic player. I wouldn't give him a lot of money. Uh he also can't leave the country, so like I don't know, there's just risk there. But um he's great and he gets under people's skin. Um He's a, he's a great player. I'd love to have him on my team on like a, a two-year deal. He's so good and a statue filler.
0: That's my point. Like, Montrez Harrell got two years, 20 million last year. Edis Cantor is better than Montrez. Yeah. He's bigger. He's better. I just don't understand why he doesn't get the respect. Like you said, like, it's groupthink. Whenever you watch him play, he kills it. He is a force offensively. He has like 17 rebounds a game a bunch last year. Like, he dominates. And people are like, no, nah, it doesn't matter anymore. And, you can't play centers. Yes, you can. They still matter.
1: And and the crazy thing is, it's not like he's a guy who needs a lot of minutes to be efficient. Give him twenty minutes, he'll get a double double. You don't need to. You can have any big man, and still use him in the rotation. Give him twenty, twenty-five minutes. He'll still get you get your numbers. he he'll, he'll he plays hard. I don't know. Like it's just it's just like these people. Some people just share one brain. And and you know, on Twitter, on social media, and, and in the industry. Um, they hated Jordan Clarkson for years. Hated him. Said he was a gunner, stat sheet filler. Sorry, not stat sheet filler. Sorry. Uh, empty empty calories. Um, And he plays the exact same way in Utah, but Utah's a good team, and they win, and they say he's deserving of the six men. I love Jordan Clarkson, so I was always rooting for him. I love Ennis Cantor. I love Melo. A lot of these guys, like, the media just jumps on them, and they all just... Share a brain.
0: Okay, let's move on to the Charlotte basketball team. They signed Kelly Oubre, two years, $26 million. And they got Ishmael Smith, one year, $4.5 bucks. Really quiet offseason for Charlotte so far. Do you like Kelly Oubre Jr.? I know you've been kind of a fan
1: for a while now. Charlotte, I think, had one of the best offseasons in the league. I I love what Charlotte did. Um, They got Mason Plumlee. I... uh, you know, before the draft or during the draft, I should say. Um, I love the draft picks. I like that they they got uh Kelly Oubre. I thought it was a solid pickup. I'm not a huge Oubre fan, but I think they're with an established team already, I think it's it's great. Um I like what Charlotte did. I think I think they made some some really key moves. There's a move that they made that I'm forgetting. I don't remember what it was. There was there was a move another move that I liked that they that they made.
0: This is a free agency Joe. show, Webb, so let's stick to that. How about that, huh? Stay on topic here, right? right? You're breaking us down. Thanks, Coop. I like Kelly Oubre. I don't love the money, but I get it for Charlotte. You got to overpay the guys to rent the building. Chicago made some moves that I found baffling. They did a sign-and-trade with the Spurs for DeMar DeRozan and gave him three years, $85 million. They got Lonzo Ball four years, $85 million. They signed Alex Caruso from your Lakers, four years, $37 million. They got Tony Bradley for two years, $4 bucks.
1: What do you think about this, these deals, Webb? I think they're making a lot of moves just to make like the seventh seed. I did not like their, their moves at all. Oh, sorry. The player that I was talking about that Charlotte was interested in is Laurie Markkinen. Um And if they get him, I think that's going to be big. Um, but Chicago, I like Lonzo. I don't like him there. In Chicago because they just drafted Kobe White two years ago. They have uh Thomas sadaransky I believe.
0: He's apparently gone in the deal, the sign and trade.
1: Oh he's gone. He's okay. going to San Antonio oh, right. apparently. Right, right. Yes, you're right, right, right. And Garrett Temple, right. I forgot about yes. that. Um yeah, I don't really care for the deal that much. Um they drafted Sanmu, my favorite player over the last couple of years, and he's just gonna be buried in this depth chart. The team wasn't working with Vooch last year. Even though Vooch is an amazing player. I still don't know what this team's going to do. Like, it's a lot of money you're committing to DeRozan, who doesn't shoot threes. I'm just interested to see how he's going to work with Levine. I, I, I don't know what Chicago's doing at all.
0: I don't get why they signed all three guys to big money deals. I don't understand that. You have Zach Levine. You have Kobe White. I guess DeMar's going to play the three, or Levine's going to play the three. Lonzo, like, I don't I just don't understand what the plan is. It doesn't make sense to me, the roster. They have one big man. They have just 15 guards. It's really weird. The guys can't play defense. Like, Caruso is a good defender.
1: And Caruso, yeah.
0: Lonzo's okay at defense. I don't think he's amazing at defense. But DeMar is a sieve. Zach Levine does not try at all. Vooch is very ordinary at defense, to say the least. Like, they're not a great defensive team by any any means.
1: No, but I think... uh... I think Lonzo is definitely an upgrade over Kobe White right now, like just as a point guard. Um, Kobe White is inconsistent. He's obviously a better shooter, but he's just not uh, a guy you can rely on night to night. He lost his starting job a couple times last year. Um, and, and, and Caruso, actually, I'm going to miss Caruso as a Lakers fan, um, but I'm glad that he got paid some money.
0: And good for him. Okay, Cleveland made one big signing. They re-signed Jared Allen five years, $100 million. I do not like this move. Jared Allen's a fine player. I, like Him and Evan Mobley together is weird. Also, he was a throw into a trade. Brooklyn was like, just take Jared Allen. It's fine. Then you gave him $100 million. Do you like this move? I can see in your face you kind of agree with me.
1: I, I'm a Jared Allen fan. Sorry, I'm a Jared Allen fan. Um, but I didn't like this move. Cleveland, I don't know what they're doing, Um, and I don't think it's wrong to pay Jarrett Allen some money when you have a center who's going to start. I don't think you need Jarrett Allen to be your franchise uh, center, but it's a lot of money to commit to him. I guess they just didn't want to lose him. I don't know if they're going to trade him. Maybe it's a similar thing to what you said um, about John Collins in Atlanta, but this move doesn't make any sense, and I think Cleveland's probably just as bad as last year i agree okay
0: dallas is up next they made some big signings they re-signed tim hardaway jr four years 74 million they signed reggie bullock from the knicks for three years 30 and they re-signed boban the best big man in the game on uh they're not not announcing the deal yet but it's one year uh how what round does dallas get knocked out of the playoffs this year it's first round guaranteed knockout right with these moves
1: yeah first round it's the same team basically i like the deal for tim hardaway jr it's a similar deal to what um norman powell gary trent got in terms of average annual value and duncan robinson but um yeah they didn't do anything and they had no first round pick so they just wanted to pay Luca his supermax and just sink the franchise so enjoy that
0: every year Dallas talks like they're going to get a big free agent and every year they strike out every single year without fail. They're like, we have an, we might get Kawhi and then it's no, we might get Deandre Jordan. And then it's no, we might get this. No, you're not getting anybody. Mark Cuban's the star of that show. No one else wants yeah. to come there. It's, it's really bad. It's really bad. This team is going to be bad next year. Like not bad, but not good.
1: Well, I don't know if Dallas even makes the playoffs next year. Cause I think golden state's coming back with a vengeance. Um, Memphis probably is better, will be better. I think it's just going to be tougher to get as high a position as, as uh, Dallas got. So I think they'll be around the bubble competing in the, in the play-in game. I think Dallas is a playoff team. I think
0: uh, I'm rooting for Jason Kidd's success. I like having him as a head coach. I guess you want him to fail, but I'm hoping he succeeds. So we'll see. That's just me personally. I'm rooting for his success.
1: If you're asking if I wanted Jason Kidd to stay on as a, an assistant for the Lakers, I definitely did. So if he fails, he can come right back.
0: Okay. Denver's up next. They re-signed Will Barton two years, 32 million. They re-signed Michael Green two years, 17 million. And they got Jeff Green from Brooklyn for two years, 10 million. I do not get this Will Barton deal. Can you explain it to me? It seems ridiculous.
1: So I wouldn't say it's ridiculous, but I think he got a little overpaid. He hardly plays. He's a fine player, rotational player, but I would rather, definitely rather have any one of those guys like Norman Powell, Duncan Robinson, Gary Trent Jr., Tim Tim Hardaway Jr. than than uh, than Will Barton and Jermichael Green. Yeah. Like he shouldn't be one of he shouldn't be a sixth or seventh man. He should be deep in the rotation.
0: I'd rather have Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown, two years, ten million. Will sure. Barton, Like, it's way too much money for these guys. I just don't get it. Although, I do like Jeff Green. That's not a bad deal.
1: Jeff Green is fine. He's he's an old 34, 35. He's fine. Like, I think Jeff Green's is a guy that you sign in the middle of the season, like around March, to try and put your playoff team over the edge. But Denver, like Dallas, I don't think they're doing much.
0: Yeah, Jamal Murray's not going to be back until... Season's almost over, so I have I have my doubts about Denver next year. Okay, Detroit's up next. They gave Kelly Olenek three years, thirty-seven million. They re-signed Corey Joseph two years, ten, and they signed Trey Lyles two years, five. I kind of like Trey Lyles for some reason. I don't know why, and I think
1: the Canadian.
0: See, Kelly Olenek's Canadian too, and I think that's a terrible deal. Kelly Olenek's actually not a bad player, but he's not a forty million dollar player. He's like three
1: years, 20 kind of guy. And I mean, that's a lot for Kelly Olenek. Yeah, I don't even know if I'd give him 20 million. But um, some other players got around that money. So maybe. I think Kelly Olenek made all this money within the last like eight weeks of the season. So good for him. He played his butt off in Houston. He played very well. And uh, he got a deal from one of the worst franchises in basketball. So good for him.
0: Yeah, I, I don't like it, but. I actually like the player. Just the money is crazy. I would never give him that money. But Detroit has to overpay guys just like other teams do because of how bad the team's been. So hopefully it does well. Okay, Golden State's up next. They re-signed Andre Iguodala one year for the minimum. They got Otto Porter Jr. one year for basically the minimum from Orlando. They got Bielitsa for one year, $2 million as well from Miami. I kind of like these moves. Golden State did good. They filled the roster. They have, a, they have good players now. I kind of like those moves.
1: I think Golden State had a great off season just with Klay Thompson coming back. Um they got two draft picks, two great draft, two good draft picks, and they already had a solid starting roster last season. So I think Golden State's just improving their depth. I think the Iggy move is gonna be great just in terms of a locker room presence. He was there for the championship uh years. So I like what Golden State did. I don't care for Porter Junior, but you didn't commit a lot to him, so Roll the dice on a year.
0: I like the Porter deal the best. He he clearly has upside. He was good in Washington for a little while there. One year, two million bucks, just to kind of build his contract value back up. If Clay needs time off to rest, you can play him. Like, I see no downside to this move. I think it's great. Okay, Houston is up next. They got Daniel Theis. Theis, four years, 36 million. And they re-signed David Mwaba, three year, 15. This is $30 million more than I want to give Daniel Theis.
1: Wouldn't mind giving Daniel Theis two years for 10 total. But that's ridiculous exactly. since <laughs> Houston will be picking in the top three again this year. Uh next year.
0: I think that's what they want to do. Uh Tice honestly, like he's not terrible. He's not a bad player. He's just not thirty six million dollars. Like this is crazy for him. What you said, two for ten is about right. And this is nuts. But good for him, getting paid. Good for him.
1: Yeah, I like Tice, but just not for that money and not on a bad team.
0: Yeah. Okay, Indiana's up next. They re signed TJ McConnell. Four years, thirty-five million. And they got Tory Craig, two years, ten. I like T.J. McConnell. And this is insane. Like four three for seventeen. That that seems like a, a good deal for him. And he got eight, he got nine million dollars a year basically. This is nuts. What is it, what is it what are these teams doing? I don't get it.
1: He was a really good defender on the perimeter. I would these teams are listening to these analytics guys, and if you're a shooter, An elite shooter, you're getting paid. If you're a a guard who can defend the perimeter and you're young and scrappy, you're getting paid. I don't think TJ McConnell McConnell deserves this this money at all. I like him. He's a fine player, but that is way too much money for him. And these types of teams, like Indiana, who struggle to make the playoffs when they have a decent roster, should not be making these moves. Who fired two coaches in two years. It's stupid.
0: They're going to regret it. He's good, but this is... Way too much money. But good for him getting paid. The team of Los Angeles, the LA Clippers are up next. Just the unquestioned team of LA. They signed Reggie Jackson, two years, 21. They got Batum back for two years, 6 million. That's a steal. They just signed Justice Winslow today for two years. The money has not been announced. And they got Kawhi Leonard back, like he mentioned already. I like these moves. I think the Clippers did a good job so far. I know you're shaking your head because you hate the Clippers. So please tell me why I'm wrong.
1: I mean, the moves are fine. The Clippers are going to be a playoff team next year, probably around the bubble. Um, I mean, they're fine. I'd like to see Kawhi sign first before I, you know, get too excited that he's agreed verbally to to go back. I wouldn't trust that guy unless something's on paper. Um but two worked well for the Clippers. I don't think he works well on every team. Reggie Jackson was really good, so I like that for them. And I'm surprised he didn't have more suitors. Maybe he wanted to return to the Clippers. I would have thought that Reggie Jackson would have gotten a bigger payday than 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 what he took from the Clippers. Um, so yeah, the I Clippers agree with you and I don't.
0: Fun. So Reggie Jackson, I remember him getting a four-year deal in Detroit for like four for eighty-six. I think he got. And then he was basically out of the league. So I think he knows in L.A. he can be successful. And getting $20 million where you're going to have fun and enjoy it makes more sense than getting another $60 million and being miserable when you already have eighty. When you've already got some money in your pocket, taking a smaller deal where you're going to enjoy your life, I think makes more sense to me. I think Reggie Jackson probably values that more now in his life, which I, I respect. And Batum's a star. Justice Winslow, I had I had such high hopes for that guy, man. And he hasn't delivered, but mostly cuz injuries, but I think he could be he could do well here.
1: Me Justice Winslow looks like he doesn't know what is going on on the basketball court. He always looks confused to me. I want him to be good too,
0: but I mean, he was built as the next Kawhi. Coming out, Boston offered like four draft picks to Miami to get him, and I said no. And yeah, that was a mistake.
1: <laughs> Funny thing is uh Yeah, that's why I don't put a lot of draft uh, stock into the draft, man. Like, keep piling up those assets. It's not going to turn into anything in all likelihood.
0: Let's move on to the number two team in LA, the Los Angeles Lakers. They made some big moves, too. They re signed Taylor Horton Tucker for three for 32. They got Kendrick Nunn, two for $10 million. And then they went retirement home shopping. They got Dwight Howard, one for the minimum, Carmel Anthony, one for the minimum. Trevor Ariza, one for the minimum. Kent Bazemore, one for less than the minimum. Malik Monk, one for two, which I like. Did you, did you guys, did you sign these guys at the four o'clock dinner special at some restaurant? Where did you find these guys? At a retirement home? What happened here, Webb?
1: I love what the Lakers did, and they were trying to get a lot of guys too. Like they were trying to get uh, Buddy Hield. They were still trying to get him even after they acquired Russ. Um, I love the Wayne Ellington pickup. Three and D guy. Played on the Lakers already. He's just been on bad teams and he's been out of uh you know the limelight. But he was solid in Detroit and Miami. Um I like the pickup. I loved I love the pickup up for, for Dwight. Um we need depth in the front court. That Dwight can provide that. He's he's old, but he's not brittle. Um and when you're relying on the health of Mark Gasol and Anthony Davis, ooh, yeah, you need some depth in the front court um Malik Monk I thought was a great signing Kendrick Nunn was a great signing the Lakers needed to address perimeter shooting plagued them for years and and they've done that Trevor Ariza is definitely over the hill but I think he'll have some good games um, throughout this season so I actually like what the Lakers did a lot
0: last year on this podcast you said Trevor Ariza was done two years ago I specifically remember you saying that and now these on the Lakers, you're like, yeah, I like the signing. That's how pathetic a homer you are. I hated Carson Wentz the whole time. I'm I'm consistent. I mean, I did put some money down that he would MVP this year, but I've always hated him. You have turned on a dime, sir. Pathetic.
1: I said I said Trevor Rees is over the hill. I think and 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 Melo. I think Melo's still solid. Uh is Melo gonna put the Lakers over the top? No. That's not gonna be a you know. Uh, someone who's going to be the difference between a championship and a first-round exit. But I think it's solid, the camaraderie that they have, and Melo still is able to, to score. He could put up 20 in a, on a given night just as a shooter um, from the mid-range. And he can hit the three now, too. He really looked good in Portland. Really has Mello, matured.
0: is a great signing for you. That's the signing I like best. He's still good-ish. Like, if you don't want him to defend... He's just being a scorer for you. He can score 17 points a night, I think, pretty consistently off the bench. It's a good move for you guys.
1: Love Melo, top 10 scorer of all time.
0: What number is he though? 10. Ooh, not quite six. Okay, Miami is up next. They made a bunch of moves that I really liked a lot. They re-signed Duncan Robinson five years, 90 million. They did a sign and trade for Kyle Lowry, and they gave him three years, 85 million dollars. P.J. Tucker, two years, 15. They got Markeith Morris one year for the minimum, and they re-signed Dwayne Dedman one year for the minimum. What did you think about these moves, Webb? I want to talk about Lowry specifically. I do not like the the signing.
1: I love the Lowry signing. Um, Don't love the Duncan Robinson signing, but he's an elite shooter, so you don't really want to lose him, especially a team that is pretty small and um, has a lot of success shooting the basketball from outside. But... I thought Miami's moves were okay, like overall.
0: I just think Kyle Lowry at three years, 85, almost 30 a year. I don't love that. I don't think he's a guy that's going to age gracefully. I think when it ends for him, it's going to end really hard. I saw where he's taken the most charges in the league over the last five years. I like the Duncan Robinson signing. Obviously, the money is a little high, but that's kind of what guys like him are getting right now. Under twenty a year, he improved as a defender last year, and he's one of the best three-point shooters in the league. So I get the money. PJ Tucker for fifteen million. He he was integral in my Milwaukee winning the title, just as being a hound on defense. He is a nothing offensively. He is less than a nothing, but he can defend, and he gives you an energy off the bench, which I appreciate. I like I like the moves.
1: Yeah, I wish Miami had just addressed their their lack of size. I think I disagree with you on Lowry. I think Lowry is. All you need Lowry for is the playoffs. You don't need Lowry in the regular season. And Lowry in the playoffs could get you 23 points a night. He's a threat from three. Great defender. Does a lot of things off the stat sheet. Takes charges. Not scared of anyone. Tough. He's a champion. I think he's a great locker room presence.
0: To be fair, I love Kyle Lowry. This is not me insulting Kyle Lowry. This is me saying giving a 35-year-old three years for $30 a year, I don't see it working out well. I hope it's successful. I just don't think he's going to be a guy that at 38 looks the same as 35. I think there will be a noticeable decline. I hope I'm wrong, but I think that's what's going to happen.
1: I think if there's a noticeable, noticeable decline, it'll just be in the ball sharing. I don't think Lowry, like I said, you don't need him for the regular season. So if he's putting up like 14 points, 13 points a game in Miami, that's fine. You need him for the playoffs. Three and D guy. And I think it's great. I think I think it's great. Um and he's an upgrade over Drogic right now, so um good for them. And he's he's tight with Jimmy, who also got an extension, reportedly. And I think Miami's in a good position. They just need to get more size. They're too small. jonas has them can come off the bench for them. So maybe that's gonna happen. He's a big so. man. Terrifying,
0: terrifying man. The NBA champion, Milwaukee Bucks. I've been pretty quiet in free agency so far. They re-signed Bobby Portis two years, nine million. They got George Hill from Philly for two years, eight million. And They got Rodney Hood one year, two million bucks. I kind of like these moves. I don't hate them. I think Milwaukee is going to have a tough time repeating, but these were solid moves to keep them pretty. They haven't lost anything, which I appreciate.
1: Well, they lost PJ Tucker. I, I thought, and they lost Bryn Forbes. I thought Milwaukee.
0: I stand by what I said. <laughs>
1: I think Brim Forbes is a great player for what he does. Um I thought Milwaukee should have been more aggressive. They got really fortunate in the in the second round of the playoffs that they're not in a position to repeat. Um and 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 they lost some key guys. I think they should have been a little bit more aggressive um with who they were looking to sign. So I was a little disappointed actually with Milwaukee. I I, I like that they kept Bobby, Bobby Portis. I like that they brought back George Hill. He's he's a solid bench guy in the league so um yeah they, they should be fine but they're not repeating next year unless someone else gets hurt
0: which could happen okay uh minnesota has been very quiet they made one move they signed nathan knight one year no money announced i think we can move right on do you agree yes
1: Minnesota's a terrible franchise
0: that no one wants to go to good luck alex rodriguez okay the new orleans pelicans are up next they made some moves they signed Devonte Graham from Charlotte, four years, forty-seven million. They got Willie Her- Willie Herman Gomez, three-year deal. The money has not been announced. They resigned him. They got Garrett Temple from Chicago, three-year deal, not announced. Three-year deal for Garrett Temple seems kind of long. He's thirty-five years old, which I did not know, by the way. He looks younger to me.
1: I didn't mind what New Orleans did on the, you know, in free agency. I thought Devonte Graham was a really good signing, exactly what they need. But who's the point guard for this team? Kyra Lewis? That's... Pop,
0: he was lottery pick last year, I guess. That's... They let Lonza go for basically nothing. Yep. I just... I don't understand why a bad team lets guys go for nothing. It makes no sense to me. They didn't even get a first-round pick for him. It makes no sense.
1: Well, this is a team that's on their third coach in three years. So... They're not a very well-run machine. And Zion already wants out after two years of barely playing in the NBA. Insane.
0: I hate player movement, by the way. I really don't appreciate this stuff. Guys have been two years, hasn't done anything, and wants out. It makes me question your heart. It really does. Like, try and build something. Giannis took shots after the finals. Like, I could have left and done the easy thing. I stayed and did it the hard way. He took shots at everybody in the league that did that. And I respect him more for it. And it makes me just think that Zion doesn't think he's good enough to do it himself. Which is not a good thing to think.
1: And he's not. He's 6'7". And he he can't stay healthy. He's a force. But that guy is, if anything happens to him, he's finished as a basketball player. And it's not even like he played two full years in the league and killed it. He played very well last year. He was fantastic. But the team was bad. And you can't even play a full season. Why are you talking about demanding a trade? Uh, allegedly, we don't know that that came from him, but he it didn't probably shut came it down. from him.
0: It probably yeah. came from him. Stan Van Gundy kept like got fired because he was too hard on the guys. Because he kept saying in the media, Brandon Ingram and Zion need to play defense, and he was a hundred percent right. They don't play defense, and I just, I think New Orleans is going to be terrible this year. Like
1: they're worse somehow. This. This was the team that everyone was saying the Lakers gave up too much in the Anthony Davis trade for. Lonzo, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram. I would not pay Zion anything like what he is probably going to get. I just would not.
0: I agree. Okay, the New York Knicks have made some moves. They had cap space and they spent it. Evan Fournier, they signed from Boston for four years, seventy-eight million. They re-upped Derrick Rose, three years, forty-three. They gave Nerlens well, three years, thirty-two. They gave Alec Burks three years, 30. They also gave Taj Gibson one year for the minimum. I hate the New Orleans Noel signing. I like the Derrick Rose signing. And the Evan Fournier signing confuses me. What do you think here, Web?
1: I don't like what the Knicks did at all. For the past however many years, they've been trying to set themselves up so that they can make a big free agency splash. Signed guys to one-year and two-year deals. I don't like what they did at all. They gave Julius Randle reportedly a $170 million, $117 million extension. I love Julius Randle. I love Julius Randle. I want him to do well, and I'm happy that he got paid. But, oh, boy, I would not have done that. Uh, Evan Fournier, who's getting almost $80 million. No, thank you. Um, yeah, Derrick Rose, three years. Derrick Rose should be on one-year deals for the rest of his career. Uh, I'm not doing that. Nope. I like rewarding him, man. He's a Tibbs guy. Tibbs destroyed his career with the minutes.
0: He's rewarding his guy. I appreciate that. Plus, he was really good last year. He was really he was their second best player in the playoffs, like legitimately. He deserved Might to get have been the
1: best. best player in the playoffs. That, that is That's actually arguable.
0: very true. That is very true. I, why did they give Nurlinz Noel money? It's not like he's healthy or that good. Enis Cantor, for the minimum makes way more sense to me. I just don't
1: get this. Yeah, I don't know. I I honestly don't know. I don't know what the Knicks are doing. I think they they were very happy getting the four seed. and they're just. Let's bring back everyone, except Reggie Bullock.
0: How much would you give Evan Fournier? Like four for 40, maybe?
1: I don't mind giving him a little bit more than that. If you want to give him four for 45.
0: I don't want to do that, but okay.
1: I, just, <laughs> I don't want to I don't give want him, to him a four-year it. deal, period. But if I had to, I wouldn't mind giving him 45 million. But I'd rather give him like a two-year deal. Yeah,
0: I'd pass. Okay, Oklahoma City has been very quiet. All I did was re- uh, re-sign Mike Muscala, two years, $7 million. I think we can move on pretty quick from that.
1: Agreed? No, OKC sucks, and Sam Presti needs to get a little bit of heat now. He should be on the hot seat. Great eye for talent. Does not build uh, sustainable contenders at all. He needs to be on the hot seat. I'm tired of this garbage of acquiring picks. You're not doing anything with them. I get why he does
0: it, and I still do not appreciate it. People won't sign in in Oklahoma City, and if they do sign, they want out. But him trading everybody makes people want out as well. If you pay people and keep them there, they'll want to stay. It's a double-edged sword, you know. Like it's not good for morale in the building. Uh,
1: how long before SGA takes his one hundred seventy-two million dollar extension reportedly, and? asked for a trade out of uh okc because he's not staying there for five years there's no way
0: he was available on draft night there was talks that sga was in trade talks that they were gonna trade him okay so and instead they gave him a five-year contract <laughs> like he's out the door very soon
1: 2022 at the latest late 2022 he's there
0: at the latest yeah it's a I don't, I don't like teams that do this. It doesn't make sense to me. Try and win. Like, I don't like this. But what are you going to do? If you're Oklahoma City, you have to find a new way to get guys, I guess. So.
1: But, but this is also the thing that I was talking about with the, the media and the group think. Why is it so celebrated that you're acquiring these draft picks and these assets when nothing comes out of them? But the, the teams in the finals are going to be the same. It's going it's to be the big, the big players, except for 2021 when everyone got hurt but it's going to be the big players that make the big signings and the trades and all that other stuff. These teams like OKC and Boston don't do anything.
0: It's because it gives the fan base hope. Like help is coming down the road. It's probably not coming, but at least you can think, Hey, it's coming. If you have no first round picks, you have nothing coming. Oklahoma city says, Hey, we have 17 first round picks. That's 17 shots at the lottery. We could get something eventually. Maybe probably not, but maybe like, I get it, but it's just terrible.
1: How about if you have 17 first-round picks and they're really that coveted? Why don't you trade it for a star? They actually
0: traded stars away to get those picks.
1: They're thinking in reverse. I just don't get it. It's just, it makes no sense to me. And it's so celebrated in the media. Sam Presti's a genius. He has 25 picks over the next five years. OKC won't make the playoffs, but it's really cool to see him trade for this. It's stupid.
0: I agree. Okay, Orlando's up next. They signed Robin Lopez. One year, five million. And they got Mo Wagner. Two years, zero dollars announced yet. Did Orlando get Mo Wagner's brother in the draft as well? They got Franz Wagner, right? Yep. I kind of like these moves. I like Robin Lopez. I think he's a pretty good player. Five million. He's better than Mo Bamba, that's for sure. I like these moves.
1: You think so? I don't think he's better than Mo Bamba. I think he'll just be on the court more than Mo Bamba. Do you hear yourself?
0: He's not better than him, but he's going to play more minutes than him. If Mobamba is good, why isn't he playing basketball?
1: Hold on, I I meant Mo is going to get hurt, not in terms of you being able to play him because he's just not good.
0: I, I mean, he's bad and he's not going to get hurt. Like both things are true because he's bad at basketball. When he came out, he was the next Rudy Gobert. And he's, he doesn't even smoke and he can't play like Rudy Gobert. Like, I don't understand what he's doing. He's bad. He's actively bad. He has seven foot, like eight wingspan, and he does nothing with it. It's pathetic.
1: I, li- I like Mobamba. I think he's going to be solid. I wouldn't say he's going to be great, and I'm not going to trade for him and give him an extension or anything, but I think he's solid. I think you're wrong on Mobamba. How many rebounds
0: out. did he average last year? What, what do you think he had last year in rebounds, a game? Four? Is that good for someone seven foot one? Is that good?
1: <laughs> no, but... Just give him, give him some time. Let him get out of the hellhole, and he'll be, he'll be better. I'm not going to say he's going to live up to the draft potential, but he'll be better. He's solid. I like him. I believe in Mobamba. You're pathetic.
0: Okay. D- the Philadelphia 76ers, the inventors of Sam Bresti's plan. They gave Danny Green two years, $20 million. They got Andre Drummond, one year for the minimum. Andre Drummond, him and Joel Embiid have had a rivalry for so long. And I love this move because it just reminds Drummond how much worse he is than Embiid. Embiid gets like $200 million and
1: Drummond gets the minimum.
0: Weren't there like a line of teams wanting him last year, the trade deadline? He was like the main guy people were going for, right? He and led then he got Lincoln. no money.
1: Andre Drummond has one of the highest rebounds per game averages in NBA history. No. Like he's like Mo ba- top 10.
0: Mo is a little higher than him, I think. <laughs> I mean, Mo
1: Bomb has got a couple more than him. <laughs>
0: Shut up, Obama. I'm so angry (laughs) about you right now.
1: (laughs) I mean, I like Drummond. I mean, he's fine. But the interest in him is obviously down. He doesn't really bring much other than the rebounding. He can't shoot. He looks confused. He has no, like, his footwork's eh, fine. (sighs) Yeah, but luckily he's young enough that he can still take a hit this year and get a big payday potentially. He just probably won't get down the six years behind Embiid.
0: I do not think he's going to get a big deal next year. I think his kind of player just isn't worth money anymore. Why would you pay him $100 million when you could have Enos Cantor for the minimum? How much much media
1: is he? hates Enos Kanter and will ruin his, his, his prospects for getting paid. But
0: if Andre Drummond is a 10, how much better is he than Enos Cantor? Like, is Enos Cantor a 9? Like I think they're kind of similar players. I really do.
1: The only thing I'll give Andre Drummond over Cantor is the athleticism. Cantor has none.
0: Yeah, but he's kind of shiftier under the basket. So he's a better oh, yeah, scorer. That he's a,
1: they do different yeah. things. Yeah, but that's the footwork. Like, Cantor is not going to... You're not going to see putbacks from Cantor. But you're also not going to see Cantor with the pump fakes, with the footwork under the basket, somehow finding a way to score over like three guys or under three guys. Like... Kandu, I think, is a more effective offensive player, for sure. Yeah, I'd,
0: I like Drummond in Philly because Embiid's going to get hurt. And I I had this theory, and I was told it was kind of crazy, but I, let me, tell me what you think about this. The 76ers are not going to trade Ben Simmons, but they bought brought Andre Drummond in, so Simmons is a better free-throw shooter than somebody. He's not the worst anymore. They now hate Andre Drummond, and Ben Simmons looks better by comparison. Do you think this has any... Any truth there? Uh,
1: I can't say no, but I, uh, I don't know. I mean, Ben Simmons is still going to be a bad free throw shooter, whether Drummond's there or not. If he looks better than Drummond, I don't know how good that makes Simmons look. But maybe they're trying to do something to improve his draft stock. Not his draft stock. His trade value. Sorry.
0: You can't improve that trade value. It's ruined.
1: People saw him miss that layup. Or
0: not take the layup in that playoff game. His stock will never go back up again. Like it's over for him,
1: I think. I don't think so. He's young. He's only twenty five. He's still a fantastic defender. Still one of the best players in transition to operate. Um, and he's six ten. Like you can't. You, I don't think his value's down forever. I think it's just the recency bias. Watch him for a couple games next season, and people will love him again.
0: I like Ben Sim. I I liked Ben Simmons, but there's some things you can't unsee, and that's one of them. I'll remember that for the rest of Ben Simmons' career. He goes on to be the great shooter. I'm gonna remember that game where he was under the basket for a dunk, him being six ten and be like, you know what? I'm good. I'm gonna pass it away to a rookie. I'm gonna remember that forever. And it's disgusting. I was Ben Simmons number one fan. And he made me look like a fool. I do not forgive.
1: You're harsh. I was never a huge Ben Simmons guy. I thought he was I don't know, maybe I just didn't expect that much from him, but um I just think people are overreacting and saying like he needs to go from Philly. If it's bad where the coach, where Doc Rivers doesn't want him there, then yeah, sure, he needs to go, but I don't think because of what he did in the playoffs, he needs to be out, but we'll see.
0: Get the the runner-ups to the NBA Finals. Phoenix are up next. They gave 36-year-old Chris Paul a four-year extension for $120 million. They gave Campaign three years, $19 million, and they got JaVale McGee for one year, $5 million. And... They got Frank Kaminsky for one year, two million bucks. I love the Jamal McGee signing. I think campaign was pretty good value. I hate the Chris Paul signing. Four years for a 36-year-old seems like it's going to be a nightmare. He already can't stay healthy at 36. At 40, what's he going to do? Was anyone else willing to give him a four-year contract? Like, I don't think there was a lot of four-year offers for $100 million for Chris Paul on the table. I just don't think that happened. I I don't understand this at all.
1: I don't think another team could have paid him more than three years because of the over-38 rule. So by that, I don't think anyone offered. But would would someone else have offered him four years? Maybe. I don't like the Chris Paul deal either. They're going to regret that in a year and a half to two years.
0: They're going to regret that in the playoffs this year when he's hurt again. (laughs) Yeah. But, I, I mean, Phoenix,
1: again, they should have been more aggressive because they're not there yet. They got really fortunate. They're not there yet. They should have been more aggressive. I like the campaign. Um, Gil, Kaminsky, nah, he was there already. He didn't do anything. Um, JaVale.
0: JaVale's not bad, man. JaVale won you a title. The main guy on the Lakers title
1: team. He's not bad. I mean, I don't know how many rings he has now. He has two or three now. But He won in Golden State. Yeah, you right. He has three rings. Yeah, he's a superstar. What are you talking about? Five million bucks?
0: Yeah, yeah that's a, that's,
1: that's, a great that's, move.
0: that's a bargain, right? Yeah. It's a bargain, it's a guaranteed title. I don't understand the problem. <laughs> I like I like JaVale. He's a fun guy.
1: I like JaVale too. I just don't think that's the answer to the front court that Phoenix needs.
0: I liked Frank Kaminsky coming out and he's been very underwhelming. But for two million bucks, I think that's a pretty good move. I think that's not a bad signing at all. I'm okay with it. Okay. Okay, Portland's up. They gave Norman Powell five years, $90 million. They signed Cody Zeller, one year, two million bucks. And they got Tony Snell, one year, 2 million bucks and Ben McLemore from your Lakers for one year, 2 million bucks. I do not think Norman Powell is worth $90 million. I watched him play a lot in Toronto. I have always been underwhelmed. Is he a $90 million player?
1: If Duncan Robinson is a $90 million player for being elite, an elite three-point shooter, I don't think Norman Powell is far off from 90 million. He's not, I, I, he's not an elite three-point shooter like at all. He's a, he's much, he's definitely a much improved three-point shooter, but, uh, I don't think Portland should have been the team to give Norman Powell $90 million, especially with Dame wanting, you know, a new, sorry, a better, a better team. They were supposed to make moves. They got rid of Terry Stotts. Like this is who Chauncey Billups has to work with. What are they going to do next year?
0: Be bad. Like, Dame's going to have them in the playoffs, but they're an early first-round exit. I guess C.G. McCollum's getting traded, right? That's the only explanation for this deal. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I just don't know what they're doing exactly. Like, what is Billups going to work with next year? (laughs) I don't get it. It's bad. I think Portland could bottom out, by the way. Because Dame has not even been good during the Olympics so far. I think this could be a really bad year for Portland. I really think that's possible.
1: That's one thing I didn't watch. I didn't watch Olympic basketball at all. The gold medal game is tonight. Yeah, I don't care at all. I think they need to stop having NBA and WNBA players in the Olympics, but that's another conversation. You hate seeing people get gold medals. I get it. Okay,
0: Sacramento. All right. Sacramento's up next. They re-signed Racon Holmes four years, fifty-five million. They got Mo Harkless two years, nine million. They got Alex Len two years, almost eight million bucks. I kind of like Alex Len for that money. The upside's kind of there. I I get why they paid Racon Holmes, but I don't think he's that good, and he's hurt quite a bit. I think. Am I wrong there? I remember being hurt a lot.
1: Uh, yeah, probably. But I th- I think he's a solid player. Just Sacramento is doing Sacramento kind of things. Uh. But they might compete for like a playing game. They probably should. They probably should compete compete in the playing game next year. So maybe they make the playoffs.
0: I I don't know. I think they're worse than we're giving them credit for. I just see these things not working out.
1: They're a ten seed though. They can they can be in the playing game. They're a ten seed.
0: Maybe. Buddy Heald's probably getting traded. Who is he's it, their who best I think
1: Yeah, he's he, he's really good, and obviously De'Aaron Fox.
0: Yeah, I just.
1: I see a lot of problems there, man.
0: I could see them I'd as see a them.
1: 10 seed. But I I could also see them as an 11 or 12 seed. But they can definitely make the 10 seed.
0: I could see them being the number one pick with a little bad injury. Level. Like, very easily. This whole thing being a dumpster fire.
1: <laughs> oh, Luke Walton is definitely getting fired midseason. He's not lasting the whole season.
0: He wasn't lasting the, Yeah, he's gone. Like yeah. <laughs> Over under game 31.
1: Mm. Ugh. I don't that's know. Good number, right? that's, that's a good number, right? That's a push. That's a, <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't bet either way. That's that's tough. I think you hit the nail on the head.
0: If they start like seven and twenty one, he's fired.
1: It's not even getting that far.
0: I think he's not it making it far. to
1: seven and twenty one.
0: You think it's if he's like if he's ten and twenty, is he fired?
1: It's, it won't make it that far.
0: <laughs> okay, I th- we'll see. <laughs> if, he, if there's
1: seven and if there's seven and fourteen, he's gone.
0: Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> okay, the San Antonio Spurs are up next. They gave Doug McDermott three years, $42 million. Gave Zach Collins three years, $22 million. I, I like Zach Collins. He can never stay healthy. And I like Doug McDermott, but that's way too much money for him. He is a good shooter. He has not proven to be a great shooter in the NBA. He cannot create his own shot. Like, I, people are saying, oh, you got him for way less than Duncan Robinson. Doug Robin, D- Duncan Robinson's a way more dynamic player. I, I don't know what San Antonio's doing. Pop is in the Olympics right now, so I don't think he's involved with this. I just don't get
1: it at all. Can you explain this to me? Spurs are bad. Uh, they're not making the playoffs. They somehow got worse. I did not like, and the only move I liked that the Spurs uh, did was Bryn Forbes, who I know you don't care about at all. But they they reportedly got him for like a year or two, so he's back in San Antonio. Reportedly, he has. I haven't seen the official signing, but that's the one move that I like that they did. This team is not going to be good. They won't be like 13th seed or anything like that. But they'll be playing with Sacramento for the 10, 11 seed leapfrog. I
0: disagree. I think this team is going to be terrible next year. Like I do not. Oh, I they
1: thought, lost you should, their I best thought say they're going to be good.
0: <laughs> no, tomorrow was their best player, and he's gone. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do next year. It's going to be really bad for them. Like, really bad.
1: You're going to hear the rumors about Pop's retirement just now.
0: 100%. He is (laughs) leading a dumpster fire on his way out. He's like, good riddance, guys.
1: It's crazy because they they made the playoffs for like two decades and then, or more than two decades, and then it was, now they're going to become the new Sacramento Kings.
0: Yeah, probably. It's bad.
1: Uh, It's real bad. Although I I love DeJounte Murray and... I wanted to say more. That's probably about it.
0: <laughs> I wanted to say more. Uh, <laughs> they had a lot said, of good players, but... They drafted Zach Primo. Uh, Primo from... He's a Toronto guy, so I'm rooting for him. He's the youngest guy in the draft. I just hey, was think...
1: That, is that pardon? 12 overall, no?
0: Yeah. like yeah. They People said it was 25 picks too early. <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> uh, got some questions what they're doing there in, in San Antonio. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, Toronto is up next. They signed Gary Trent Jr., three years, $54 million. They re-signed Cam Birch, three years, twenty, And they got Sam Decker, one year, $2 million bucks. Gary Trent, I like the years, uh, three-year deal. I think Gary Trent was pretty good last year. He's got some upside. Uh, Birch, meh. And I really liked Sam Decker coming out of college. He has been underwhelming, to say the least. I think for this kind of money, I think it's worth a gamble. What do you think?
1: I don't care for Decker. He was he was good coming out of college, but professionally. Meh. Uh Birch, I actually like that signing. I think he's solid. But yeah, Gary Trent Jr. um was really good for the Raptors when after he got traded. So I see why they rewarded him. And they lost Norman Powell, so they kind of had to sign him.
0: I agree. I like the Gary Trent Jr. I think they're not going to regret that contract. I think that's fine. Utah is up next. They re-signed Mike Conley three years, seventy-two million. They got Rudy Gay, two years, twelve million. They got Hassan Whiteside for one year, two and a half million bucks. I kind, I like the Rudy Gay signing a lot. I think Hassan Whiteside behind Rudy Gobert makes a lot of sense. I think Mike Conley is a bad deal. He's not. He can't stay healthy that often. He was healthy last year mostly. I just think seventy-two million dollars is a lot of money for him at thirty-three. I don't like the deal.
1: I actually don't like any of these deals. Two of the guys are missing a part of their Achilles. Um, those two guys are over thirty-two years old.
0: Rudy's thirty-five.
1: Hassan's thirty-two. Hassan White thirty. I didn't know. I didn't even know he's that old. Wow, he's I thought he was 39. like twenty-nine. Wow. Okay. So I hate the deal even more. Thanks. Uh, you signed three guys who are 32, 34, and 35. Two of them tore their Achilles. Uh, one of them could, didn't even get playing time on Sacramento last year. Uh, I think Utah is going to be a fine playoff team, but they're not going to do anything past that. I just don't know what they're doing.
0: I think you're being too harsh on Rudy Gay. He was decent for the Spurs last year. He was not great, but he's like a 12 point night guy. He's not bad. And they gave yeah. him very little money. That's a fine signing.
1: Yeah, he's not bad. But this is a team that, like, lives and dies by a three. I would have I liked to see them come with someone a little bit more, a little grittier. I would like to see them with P.J. Tucker or someone. Someone like that. Someone, James Johnson, those kind of guys. Those kind of blue-chip guys that'll, you know. You get roughed up in the paint with those guys.
0: Are you saying Rudy Gay is not tough? Is that what you're saying?
1: He wasn't I, tough before I, the injury.
0: I have Rudy okay. Gay's phone number, and I'm going to call him tonight. <laughs> and he's going to come fight you. He's going to challenge you to a fight. So get ready for that. You're on his list, and you're
1: on another guy's list.
0: Former <laughs> never one overall pick from Washington. You're on some lists. Get Start boxing, Webb. Start boxing, okay?
1: A lot of money has been made in that, so I might as well. I think you could take Logan Paul. I think you could. Floyd Mayweather um, couldn't, but I think you could. Yeah, I I wouldn't really uh say that and I'm not saying that. Don't get this guy after me. Uh but I would love I, a Logan
0: Paul feud between our, our show. I would enjoy that very much.
1: It'd probably help, but I'm not I'm not gonna embarrass myself going out there.
0: I would one thousand percent embarrass myself. No questions asked. Alright. And I'd steal his Pokemon card and throw it in the garbage. Uh <laughs> the last <laughs> name up. <laughs> the Washington professional basketball team. wait, okay, I love that football team name now. I really, I really like that. It's the Washington football team. That's a great. Oh, it's a better name. It really did. I think it's simple and nice. I like that.
1: No questions about what they do.
0: Yeah, play football. It's good. <laughs> this is one of my favorite signings, by the way. Spencer Dinwiddie, three years, sixty-two million. You were the first person on the Spencer Dinwiddie train when he was a rookie out of Colorado. He had a torn ACL, I think, his rookie year, right? Uh, In college. Yeah, but he got drafted and he was recovering, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You were in on him really early. You're like, you have to watch this guy, Coop. You have to watch him. You were 1,000% right. When he is healthy, he is an elite player in the NBA. He cannot stay healthy. But when he plays, he is really good. I am rooting for his success because I really like Dinwiddie. I think his story is excellent. I love the character. I hope this works. I have my doubts because of the injury history. But if he's healthy, this is an ideal signing. I love it.
1: We've agreed too much today, and I don't like it. I f- it makes me feel weird. Uh,
0: Whenever we agree, we're always wrong. By the way. Yeah. It always seems like that when we're like, "Oh, that team is definitely gonna win." They always lose.
1: <laughs> Wait till football comes around. In our football preview. <laughs> uh, I love the Dinwiddie uh, trade that they made. I I really liked it. Um. Sixty-two million, I think, is a bargain for him based on what he's done in Brooklyn, and I think he'll him and Bradley Beal will be a nice backcourt. Be really fun to watch them, and I, I I love Dinwiddie's story too, and and what he does off the court with like tech and uh, the cryptocurrency and all that other stuff. Like he's really an interesting, uh, deep guy. So it's cool.
0: Ready for him. Okay, so that is everyone that has been announced has been signed. There are a bunch of guys that have been reports, but they're not guaranteed. I saw Oladipo was going back to Miami, but that's kind of questioned. Do you have anyone else that you want to talk about that has not signed yet? Like Laurie there has been rumors, but no reports for sure. I saw some Dennis the junior stuff. Is there anyone else you want to discuss that we have not given enough to talk to yet, do you think?
1: Uh, Schroeder is reportedly linked to Boston. I think he's going to sign somewhere. I'm just interested to see how much he gets paid because he turned down the Lakers extension. Which, in hindsight, uh, at least for the Lakers, gave them flexibility. It's really bad for Dennis Schroeder, who I think is a, a good player. But he needs to be on the right team.
0: Dennis Schroeder is a guy you think is better than he is. Like, you seem like, that guy is really good. And then you're like, uh, ah, he's got some holes, though. He turned down four for 80, right? I think it was 85. I don't think he's getting that in the market right now.
1: No, I think it's like a, like
0: a one-year deal for like $7 million, And then try and re-up next year. But... He no, made a mistake. He made a big mistake. <laughs>
1: no, no one who's signing... like We didn't hear about the deal beforehand. Unless you're Kawhi, you're not making that kind of money. And Kawhi's going to make more, way more than that. But Dennis Jordan need to get one of those deals on day one or day two.
0: Oladipo turned down $44 million from Houston. He's going to get nothing. The one guy I could see getting some money is Markkanen. I think he might really? make some money still. Just because... When he's healthy, he's really good. He's just also never healthy, and I think because he can be such an elite shooter, I could see him making fifteen a year.
1: Oh yeah, I can see that. Yeah, oh yeah.
0: Which is I pretty good think, money at this I, point. I, I,
1: you think that's good for him? I think I think based on his potential, he should have been getting a lot more than that. He should have gotten Lonzo money. If the his injury potential.
0: history, yeah, if the injury wasn't there, I agree with you. I could see him getting the Duncan Robinson deal, five for ninety.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But he's hurt way too much to give him that yeah. long long term deal.
1: Yeah, like, I would. Gets- feel,
0: Free Sorry. for forty five, I think that would be good for him, but I just I would not feel good giving him any money long term. But I think yeah. he could get some he could get some money. I think.
1: Well, he's asked for. I mean, I know he's a restricted free agent, but he's told Chicago that he wants out. I think that is not that's probably going to hurt his value a little bit. Um, Lonzo is in both franchises with the Lakers and the Pelicans. Didn't directly ask for a trade, and the teams were very uh very vocal about moving him so I
0: don't know. Yeah it's interesting. Uh yeah I don't know what Schroeder does. I'm not sure what marketing does, but I think if everyone left those are probably the two main guys. Which is gonna yeah. be interesting. Okay, so what are your favorite signings? I think mine is Patty Mills for two for twelve million bucks for Berkeley.
1: Oh I was I, I was really deal. disappointed that he didn't go to the Lakers.
0: Uh, Shocking. Uh yeah let's not talk about who the Lakers didn't get okay. Jesus <laughs> Ridiculous.
1: <laughs> uh, so, so like I, I mentioned, the Dinwiddie uh, move. I like that. I liked Lowry. Um, I liked DeAndre Bembry and Patty Mills and Bruce and Brown and like. Brooklyn I think so
0: Blake for two million bucks. That's a steal.
1: Yeah, fine. I just, I'm just not a big Blake guy. But if yeah, for 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 that, for a minimum, sure. Uh, I liked the Tim Hardaway Jr. He basically got the same money as as Gary Trent and and uh Duncan Robinson and those guys. I know you're not a big fan. I like Kelly Oubre, Uh that deal. Two years, 26 million. He didn't get that much more than he did uh with Phoenix. Um so I I like that deal. And uh the the deals that the Lakers made Malik Monk, Dwight Howard. I love that the Lakers kept uh Taylor and Horton Tucker. Um Thought it was great. Those are the great those are the signings that I really liked.
0: I like basically everything Brooklyn did. I really liked Otto Porter Jr. to Golden State for two million bucks for one year. I liked Reggie Jackson to the Clippers for 21 million for two years.
1: Yeah, I like that too. I did like the Reggie Jackson.
0: Batum for two years, six million, I like that a lot too. The Lakers getting Dwight and Carmelo for little money. Amalik Monk, I think was really smart. Locking up Duncan Robinson. It's a little more than I like, but I like the player, so I like that move. I, Devontae Graham is kind of interesting to me. I don't hate it, but I don't love it.
1: I like that, too. I like that, and too. I,
0: I like Robin Lopez for $5 bucks to Orlando. I think that was really smart. Oh, yeah, and Drummond, of course. Drummond for $2 bucks is a steal by Philly. So, I like those deals. What did you hate this year? What What, what was some of your worst signings?
1: Uh, Julius Randle for four years. If he gets one hundred and almost $120 million, uh, I don't like it. Evan Fournier, way too much money, long of a contract. Danny Green, I didn't like. I think Philly could have given two years, 20 million to someone else. Kemba is supportedly Kemba Walker is supported, uh, reportedly going to the Knicks. No money, no terms that I've seen yet, but I think I'm changing my stance on Kemba. I think he's done.
0: He was terrible last year and Oklahoma City just let him go.
1: Yeah. Like, you're good, you're good. This guy's the the, he was on the all NBA team like two years ago.
0: He was really good in Charlotte. Yeah. And then yeah. his knees were done. And Charlotte was like, good luck, man. Like You can just go. And Charlotte was a 1,000% correct. His yeah. knees were shot. I like Kemba, man. I want him to be good. I really like Kemba. I think he's a really good guy. And it sucks that too. this happened to him. So, uh, sorry.
1: DeRozan. We, would like love do it
0: kan- we both loved Enos Cantor's deal, by the way. We didn't mention that, but that was a great deal. Uh, the deals I hated. I do not like DeMar DeRozan, like you just said, for $85 million for three years. Giving Jared Allen five years, a hundred million, I think was stupid. I don't like giving Will Barton two for 32 or Jermichael Green two for 17. And there was one more. I really did not like a uh, Kawhi Leonard getting paid any money at all. I don't appreciate that either.
1: What's CB three?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the worst ones, man. Like CB three. I want to be good. Paying a 40 year old, $30 million has never worked out besides Tom Brady. And he's cheating. So, like, I just don't like this at all. I, it's not going to be good, man. He's always hurt now. He's always got just little jings. Like, it's not going to be good. Four, four more years, it's going to get better?
1: I don't think so. He's having surgery. On his What? Wrist. What? Yeah. He's... <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at it, but I'm just saying, like...
0: I hated that before this. I did not know of the surgery. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is a nightmare. This is... They're going to regret this in April. Sorry, one more thing before we get out of here. Uh, Carson Wentz got hurt again. Uh, I hate him. I will always hate him. He had a foot injury pop out of nowhere from high school. A magic foot injury. Crazy. This guy is injury prone. I hate him. I am furious the Colts took him, traded for him, gave him anything to get him. Webb has tried to calm me down all offseason saying it was going to work out for me. And in a second training, the second practice of training camp, in a non-contact injury, he got hurt for twelve weeks. This is a nightmare. The only good thing is now we probably won't give Philly a first-round pick. But I hate him, and I'm furious, mostly at you, Web, for trying to talk me into this mistake being a good idea. <laughs> it's totally your fault.
1: You forgot to mention uh, Quinton Nelson, who also contracted the foot injury from Carson Wentz.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that one wasn't your fault? So I wasn't going to, like, Quentin, <laughs> Quentin Nelson getting hurt, totally okay with that. That happens. Injuries happen to offensive linemen. I, I love Quentin Nelson. He's the best guard in football. If he gets hurt, you deal with that. Carson Wentz is not Quentin Nelson. I bet you Quentin Nelson could play quarterback better than Carson Wentz. Just give him the ball and let him run. Can you stop Quentin Nelson on a four-yard run? I don't think you can.
1: No.
0: I think Quentin Nelson He's would be the best quarterback in football. He's unstoppable on the goal line. Unstoppable. If Quentin Nelson could block for Quentin Nelson, that's the leading rusher in the league.
1: (laughs) Yeah, probably.
0: Uh, But I hate you, and I'm furious. Go Colts. (laughs) Really quick shout-out. Team Canada won the Women's Soccer Tournament in the Olympics this year. Uh, Super amazing game. We beat Sweden. We beat America. Go Canada. Andre de Grasse, 200-meter champion for Canada. Superstar. Fastest man in the world. Yeah, disagree with that. With what?
1: Andre de Grasse being the fastest man in the world.
0: Who is faster than him?
1: Well, he didn't. He came in third in the 100 meters. And the Canadian team also came in third in the 100 meter relay. So it's it's hard to say de Grasse is, at least in my opinion, the fastest man in, in the world. Because he won the 200 meter.
0: Why do you hate Canada and joy? <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? The whole country's happy right now. You're like, excuse me, sir. He's not the fastest man. Just say he's the fastest man. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Why do you think I say you hate Joy so often? <laughs> Technically, he's the third fastest man. No. 150 meters, he washes everybody, okay? Everybody knows that is the correct amount of time for a race. 150 meters. Shout out
1: to the Jamaican women's team who dominated in the 100 meters and the 4 x 100 meters. And I think... Uh was it the 400 meter hurdles got a bronze so happy with that
0: the 400 meter hurdle uh, the 400 meter men's race hurdles was one of the best races i've ever seen in my life everybody oh, check that the, out
1: the norwegian uh yeah well, versus i guess the American. i ruin it but yeah yeah
0: crazy race world record yeah yeah everybody please go on twitter and follow us at rookie Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. Again, we are huge on Verbal. Please go to UndraftedSports.com. Check out our podcast network. Doing a lot of great things over there. Go check that out. Thank you, for listening. Have a great night.
1: We out.